Hey, it's Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doc. Thanks for joining me today. I am talking today about procrastination and finding time to do something. So would you do me a favor and type in in your comments, what are you struggling with to find time to do? So it could be anything, could be business related. Obviously, that's what I'm talking about here. But what uh, are you struggling with or what do you find uh, you procrastinate about or what are those kind of things that you find that when your own business, you often say, oh, well, I need to find time to do this, but I never do. And we laugh about it, right? So you can type that in below and then I will see that and I can respond to it. By the way, just go ahead and do it because then you'll be more engaged in what I'm talking about today. So what is it you don't find time to do, right? Is it a, is this a must do or is it a, I'd like to do it? Because the reason you don't want to do whatever this is, is probably some kind of fear that you've got linked to taking this action, right? Sometimes people have it in their personal lives. Sometimes they have it in business. Hey, Alice, glad you're here today. Lulu, glad you're here. Um, you know, so many times uh, I'm a motivational speaker, as you well know, and uh, people expect me to be telling them how to set goals. And goal setting is great. And I've certainly done it an awful lot. Uh, for the longest time, I had a little slip of paper in my uh, wallet that talked about my goal to be a speaker and what I wanted to accomplish. And that was really good because every time I took out money, I look at that and keep it in front of me. Goal setting is great, which goals are really important that you achieve and then you reward yourself. But there's something else equally important. And in my book, I call it leverage. And it's really kind of like a fear uh, setting, right? What if I don't? That's the question you want to ask yourself. What if I don't do this? Because too many times I think we let our, we give ourselves a pass when uh, we just don't realize inaction is not an option, right? We think it'll just go away. <laughs> if I just go through and avoid it, it'll be fine. I don't talk to that vendor. I remember I went and I did a business makeover and I walked in and uh, there was this shower. It had been a converted apartment upstairs where there... <coughs> <clears throat> where their uh, offices were. And I pulled back the curtain and they and this person said, don't go back there. And I said, why not? That's all the returns we haven't done. And the whole place was filled with merchandise from weeks and months and even, yes, years old. And I said, all that negative energy is just, you know, I have to do it, but why aren't you? Well, we just don't have the time and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just here to tell you that it just doesn't go away. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I had a customer uh, one time when I was working in retail and um, I, I heard a commotion and I knew something had happened and this guy and his wife stormed out. But I didn't really understand what had really happened until I got a call from one of the owners who said uh, his best friend had been at our store and he'd been waited on by this guy and he gave me the name. And he said, isn't he the guy that you had problems with before? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, this is the third strike. You better do something about this. And hung up the phone. I'm like, great. Now, it wasn't the first time that this had happened with this individual. He probably should have moved on, but his body was still there. His mind had become sour. And I knew that. But, you know, it was the holidays. And I'm kind of like, yeah, can we make this wait? And then I decided to start using my choice muscle, like, I choose to see what this is. All right, so let's set some fear here. All right, so first off, my crew had seen this scene. They knew what had gone on with this guy. 
And they probably heard from my call that I was being called to task about it. And I hated the thought of having to go in through and do this. But then I started thinking, all right, well, this is probably going to happen again, <laughs> right? He's probably going to go down this road again with a customer. I, I'm probably going to get another call. Uh, and if not that, I'm probably going to go and uh, have other people decide they're not going to shop with us because of they might run into this person. So that's going to influence my bonus and my commissions of my guys and gals that work with me. And then I'm probably going to be humiliated when I'm at the meeting that I'm going to be in in a couple of weeks. And at that point, I just said, I see it. I see the fear of all that stuff. I'm not going down that road. So I called them in the back. I told them what I said, you know, I just heard this is what happened. Is that what happened? Yes. And I said, you can no longer work here. And we parted ways. And as we walked out into a crowded store, he said, Merry blanking Christmas. And I knew that was also an option that could have happened. But at the end, and I know that's an extreme example, but you get the idea that just waiting on that wasn't a matter of anything more than my own fear. I mean, my guy wouldn't magically gotten better. He was probably going to get even worse on that. Now, you have things like that in your own personal life, in your relationships, and also in your store, where procrastinating doesn't make it any better. So I just want you to think about, you know, what will your life look like if you don't find time? Now, you know that I do training. I do retail sales training for all kinds of companies from hundreds of locations all the way down to individuals. It doesn't matter. But one of the most frequent things I hear from people is I just can't find the time. And it's like, well, saying I don't have time doesn't scale. It's not like you're suddenly like, oh, well, we will magically give you an extra hour. doesn't work that way. What you have is a decision problem. You haven't decided that whatever this thing is, is worth your time. And so you tell me I don't have time. And I sometimes I'll be on uh, group coaching calls and I'll pick up my phone and I go, you know, you can look at your screen time for the week and see what your phone thinks you've been spending time on. And they're like, oh, look at how much is on social media because we get distracted, right? I don't want to make that choice, even though I need to make that choice. I know, Glenn, actually, this person uh, ended up getting into uh, the television business and uh, was a showrunner for a pretty popular show for a number of years. So it was a good fit for him to move. That's what I mean. His, his mind had decided to leave. His body hadn't yet. But what is the cost of inaction doing to your store? Because sometimes we have people sign up for my online training, SalesRx. It's a great system. We've done everything for you. You know, content is there, testing is there, interactivity, accountability, reporting, it's all there. But if you don't basically log in or you don't end up going through and telling someone that they're not doing the job, then the system falls down because you're only as good as the compromises you allow in your store, right? So one of the first things that we do when we're bringing new clients in is making sure they understand Look, we've done 95% of the work, but holding people accountable means you're going to have to have those conversations, which at first might seem, oh, well, you know, it's not that big a deal. But when they build, it suddenly becomes, oh, well, this doesn't work. And I'm here to tell you that training always works. It doesn't really even matter. Probably even not even its mind. Some training will work because you're giving the brain something else to think about. But the problem is that when you don't train, you kind of forget. And here's an example to think about. 
Um, think about what you had. Let's see, this is a Tuesday. So it was think about what you had for dinner last night. Do you got that? Do you remember it? Do you remember what you had for dinner last night? Yes, yes. Put a Y in there. Put a Y in there. Let me know that you know what I'm saying. Do you remember? Do you know what you had for dinner last night? Put a Y in chat right now. Just put it in there. It always takes a little while for it to come back in through the the thing and back to me. All right. Yes, of course you remember what you had for dinner last night. All right, good. Now I want you to think about uh, what did you have last Monday night for dinner? You got that? You got that? What did you have for dinner last Monday night? Ooh, that's a lot harder because the brain loses about 80% after about a week. Yeah, all right. Now go back. Now go back to uh, a week ago Thursday. I'll bet you you have a really hard time because the brain doesn't have to access it. It didn't call that question up to mind. So the synapses didn't fire. And it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Well, that's what training does. Training goes through. And because your brain is engaged, synapses are firing. And because it's having to recall in testing, it's having to recall on the sales floor. It actually builds these synapses, which what changes behavior. Why don't diets work for so many people? Quite simply, we don't change the behavior. Oh, I bought the book. You don't get points for buying the book. You know, I was a, a scrawny little kid when I was in high school. I think my waist was like a 27 or something. And um, uh, I saw that I wanted to have a better body. So I had to go work out. And I worked out five days a week. And I finally got my body to where I wanted. And it's like, well, the only way I'm going to keep this is I got to keep doing this, right? Well, everything's a muscle. Learning is a muscle. It has to be used. And that's why we say training is something we do. It's not something we did because the brain is always looking for distraction. And trust me, your smartphone is going to give it to it in spades. New cat video, new challenge, new TikTok song, you name it, it's out there. But if you're talking in your store about things that you should be doing, all that matters is building your business is to build your employees and give them skills that they didn't walk in the door with. Yeah, maybe they know how to talk to their best friend, but talking to a complete stranger is different. And what we used to think is we just put enough product knowledge out there and that's going to do it. The problem is your products aren't the heroes. The customers coming in from a kryptonite world, it, they are the ones wanting to be a product, wanting to be a hero. So your products better help me become a hero. That's a very different way to think of it. It's about engaging the stranger and discovering that shopper in a way that lets them feel that they matter because people who feel they matter buy more. And that's going to take changing behaviors that you might have allowed for years. I'm getting more calls from retailers who are saying, um, can you help us out? We got a good sales team, but I think they've gotten stale because the supply chain, right? Last two years was like, we have it in store, but we have it in stock. We, we have it today. It'll be gone. You don't buy it. Well, that's great. Except now there's a lot of stuff in stock. A lot of people made uh, new warehouses to hold all that merchandise that was coming in. There's only one answer. You're either going to start discounting it all down and really taking a hit because you paid so much more for merchandise, or you have to say, my crew could be better. And you know your crew could be better. I'm sure your crew could be better because anybody's crew can be better. Any athlete can be better. Any musician can be better. But the only way that's going to happen is if you get rid of your fear of doing it wrong, right? You're going to buy it, sales RX. It's going to, you're not going to do it. You're going to waste your money, right? And so therefore, I'm not even going to try. I mean, how many of us, when we were in high school, would have just gone up to the guy or girl of your dreams and just asked them out? You know, they could have said yes. 
but we took it as a given, like, no, they'll never do that. I'll, I'll, I can't do that. I'll do something else. And a lot of opportunities are out there right now for brick and mortar retailers. Yes, I get it. You have to have online uh, buy and store and some options, but still 80% of customers are buying in a store. Make no mistake, they are still out there. As much as everybody wants to talk us into recession, they're still out there. They're still looking to buy. If you're putting off training your customers, excuse me, training your employees, you're actually training your customers to wait for the discounts because they know when it gets slower. So what do we do? Well, this Thursday, I'm starting one of our only two sprints that we have in the year. And it's for SalesRx users. You buy SalesRx, just go to salesrx.com, hit buy now. You can end up buying the system. In the next two days, you'll get a, a welcome email from us and an onboarding call. And then for the next three weeks, we'll have these additional calls, group coaching calls, where I will walk you through how to hold people accountable, how to go through and make sure you don't make the mistakes others have, and how you end up living a better life because we've laid out a custom training plan for you. The time is now. I'm not. We don't sell by discount. What we sell by is we sell success. We've been doing this. We're on four continents. 10,000 people around the world are learning how to engage a stranger better. Are you ready? Because if it hurts bad enough, right, you'll be willing to change. A lot of times we wait until it hurts bad enough before we change our behavior. And I'm just telling you that's just such a waste. I can't tell you how many people come into the system and they say, oh, yeah, I've been thinking about doing this for years. And I go, what changed today? Like, well, you know, a new competitor walked in or, oh, that's something. And invariably they say to me, I wish I'd done this years ago. So if that's you, consider it might be because you've given yourself this pass of saying, I'm so busy. And that's become this badge of honor that associates and retailers, C-level executive, regional manager, you name it. I'm too busy. We don't have that bandwidth. Okay, great. But you're never going to have bandwidth now. This is what normal feels like now. We're in it. This is it. This is as good as it's going to get. You're not magically going to be able to get three times as many people who are going to be willing to work for nothing. That's not the way it's going to work. So all we can do is figure out how do I end up getting more out of the customers who actually make the trek into my store because it's about average number of items that are going out that door. Make no mistake. And that's how you know if your team is doing the job and that your merchandise is right on Mac and and what that average sale is. Now, some people say, oh, these KPIs, they, they, they don't really tell the true story. You know, what about online? Yeah, well, what about online? 15 to 20% of your business. If you have 10 people on your floor and nine of them are doing the job and one isn't, you need to know that and make that difficult moment where you say, we're going to have to have a conversation. But if you don't, if you decide status quo is fine with me, I can guarantee you there is another competitor coming into your market, whether it's online or in uh, in a brick and mortar store or some hybrid or wherever it's going to be, they're aiming for you because quite simply, they're not, there are too many places to sell too much of the same stuff to a limited amount of people in your trade area. So I hope today you'll take a look at SalesRx, just go to SalesRx. S-A-L-E-S-R-X.com. You'll check it out. You can watch a video. You can make an appointment to talk to me. But whatever you do today after watching me, if you stay with me for a whole 15 minutes, I just want you to think about, have you been giving yourself a pass that you can't change because you're so busy? And if so, then I want you to go through and do some fear setting and understand, well, what's the worst that could happen? And then see that and get leverage on yourself that inaction really isn't sustainable. And then take action, whatever that's going to be, your personal life, your education, your relationships, your 
pets, whatever it's going to be. But just thinking that it's going to go away on its own, that just doesn't work. So I hope that works for you. I hope that makes sense. Did you get something out of today? Spend a little time with me. Put it in the comments below. Did that make sense? Did you feel like, okay, I've got something different to think about now? Just type in down below. Just type in down below below. Because time is all any of us have. It's not your merchandise. It's your time. And if you're going to work in a store for eight hours and you don't prioritize that time, it's going to be frittered away with probably half of it that's not productive for you. So when you get focused, laser focused on why am I doing this? Why am I avoiding this? What do I want it to be? Then you can do some goal setting and change all of that. And when you change all of that, you change the hope in your, in your heart. And just remember, customers go in to have a feeling of hope. They don't go into a store at 10 a.m. if they're not hopeful. They're in a bar at 10 a.m. But the more you can understand that you have to get that hope, and that hope comes from taking action, then whatever fear you got to go through, like I had to do with this individual, whatever that fear is and thinking about all that, that's worth it. Because once you cross the other side, you're like, great, I'm ready for new things. And that's what we're trying to do. Exactly, Rachel. The idea that saying I don't have time means I didn't make it important enough is key. That's my goal. Well, I appreciate you listening to me today. If you like what I have to say, do me a favor. Tell your friends. Give me some thumbs up. Let me know whatever platform you're on. And then, of course, check out salesrx.com. I'll put that in the comments below. And uh, take a look in the mirror because the person that's holding you back just might be looking back at you. I'm Bob Vibbs, The Retail Doc. Thanks for joining me today.